There we go. Good afternoon, everybody. This is Gaming Sessions. I am David, of course. The host and cohort, Gerald, joining us. You. Hit, it, hit him with it. Well, thank you for uh, joining us once again, all of you returning listeners, for all of you new listeners. Uh, thank you for tuning in to Gaming Sessions. Hope you had a good day. Hope you had a good week, and hope you're being safe out there. Oh, indeed. <clears throat> so, how about that week? Well, um... Well, mm-hmm. I'll, I'll mm-hmm. go first since I have just a little bit. <clears throat> so I quit Smile Corp. Uh, they, that 10 hours a week shift that I thought I had, yeah, they took it away from me. <clears throat> mm-hmm. So I quit Smile Corp. I actually have a, a new job that I will hopefully be starting on the 8th, working in hospitals. <clears throat> so mm-hmm. naturally of course yesterday I had to get sticked and had to get a, had to have vampire suck on me for a good 10 minutes took a drug test that I studied all night for <clears throat> and uh, yeah there are a couple a couple other things I have to, to do to, to get ready but the, uh, the place I went uh, either, they didn't realize I needed to do it or the breathing machine broke. So, yeah. Uh, so there's that. Uh, so, yeah, I got <clears throat> flu shot and then a Tdap shot. So, naturally, I feel like crap today. And uh, in other news, a good couple hundred dollars worth of board games were ruined. Mm. Yeah, <clears throat> neither of us were happy about that, and hopefully somebody will uh, swing for it. Doubtful, but we can hope. Mm. Uh, yeah, that's about it for me. Mm. <clears throat> okay. Well. Sorry to hear about Smile Corp, but glad you had something that you already have something else lined up. Um, I hope you're feeling better soon as well. Uh, what happened to the board games? <clears throat> so, a couple years, uh, say two years ago, we uh, the faucet in the shower broke. So we have a, a warranty company, and they sent out some <clears throat> person. Um, he like the first time he came, I I think I took a day off from work for him to show up. He walks upstairs, looks at it, walks outside, calls someone on the phone, and then comes in and says he can't. He's not going to fix it because it's not normal wear and tear. Then handed me a uh, survey form and stood there in front of me while I filled it out. So, yeah. So Christy called the warranty company, got the same dude to come back out. He fixed it, but did a shit-tastic job of doing it. When he replaced the pipe, he put a hole in it. 
and it's anytime we took a shower, it just was dripping water into the in in between space of the floor and the ceiling. Mm. <clears throat> and then a piece of drywall just kind of broke and water was dripping into the utility room or the washer and dryer room <clears throat> where most of the board games are. Mm. Yeah. So my box for Settlers of Catan ruined. I thankfully didn't take any of the pieces out of the plastic. Sorry ruined, Monopoly ruined, uh, Lord of the Rings, Risk Edition ruined, <clears throat> Oregon Trail ruined. <clears throat> so, yeah. Not not happy about that. Gotcha. Yeah, that's... <sighs> yeah, that sucks. So... Guy if I ever seen, yeah. <clears throat> but yeah, so in a nutshell, that was my week. Gotcha. Uh, mine wasn't. Uh, mine was pretty quiet too. Um, uh, came across a. Uh, I. Uh, I came across uh, just while I was doing other stuff. Um, Riot. Uh, I, I, well, I don't know if they announced, but they have a new champion coming out called Vigo, the Ruin King, um, which I assume is going to be related to the item in the shop uh, called the Blade of the Ruin King. So I assume that's Vigo's sword. So I went to check out the new champion. Uh, apparently, as far as I could tell, they don't have any like skills or abilities really for. Him. Ooh, excuse me. Um, and uh, instead, I came across uh, I came across the Ruin King, the single player. RPG that they're apparently developing. So Riot appears to be developing a single player role playing game. It's going to be taking place in Bilgewater and the uh, uh, the aisle where the uh, well, you're gonna you're going to be uh they said you're going to be exploring Bilgewater and the Isle of the Dead. I believe it is is where, which is where, uh, where all the uh, like undead and necromantic like characters in the in the Riot League of Legends game comes from. Um, and you'll be using Riot characters as like part of your party, so you'll get. Uh, uh, why am I forgetting how to pronounce names now? Uh, but in any case, so Riot is doing a single-player RPG. I thought that was pretty cool. Um, there's not a lot of information on it that I can that I that I really found. Uh, it looks like Vigo will be someone in the game that you encounter. He doesn't seem like he'll be a playable character. 
Um, it looks like there'll be about 12 characters in the game, uh, seven or eight of which will be members of your party, and then um, the other, like, five or six will be uh, just characters that you meet in your adventures throughout the world. So I thought that was I thought that sounded pretty neat. So I was like, okay, um, we'll have to see upon further development what they got going there. But that doesn't sound bad. Um, so so far, Riot seems to be developing a fighting game. Now this single player RPG, they're developing what is apparently going to be basically an MMO. Um. And I believe they're also they were also developing like a uh, sort of a uh, MOBA esque adventure game as well. Uh, and they, of course, have their card game and their actual MOBA. And I think they were supposed to be also doing like a top down uh, isometric view, like Diablo kind of game that they were developing for League of Legends as well with their characters. So. Um, well, like I'm looking forward uh, to how all of these uh, turn out. Um, hopefully, good. They did such a good job with League of Legends. Uh, the card game they came out with was also is also really good. So hopefully, everything will come out of and they'll be of the same quality. Um, and if so, then Riot's going to become a major, a, a very big major player in the gaming industry um because for the most part they're only known for like league of legends um and even though the card game is really good has caught on quite well they're not really known for it you know you think riot games you think league of legends the moba so if these other games come out of the same quality as the card game and the moba or better then you might start knowing them for fighting games. You might start knowing them for single-player RPGs. You might start knowing them for MMOs. Um, so, interesting. I hate that they're funded by Tencent, because kind of a garbage <laughs> policy company from China. Uh, and I know that's being <laughs> biased, but like China has earned the bias. Um <laughs> But we'll we'll have to wait and we'll, uh, we will have to wait and see what happens. Um, but I, I can't help but be looking forward at least a little bit to seeing how these are going to turn out and if they're going to be fun. Um, I've been playing a lot more of Genshin Impact by Mahoyo. Um, Gone Used Banner came out I think like a week ago. Um, she is a goddamn beast. Um, she was supposed to be a support character and they buffed her numbers until she's one of the best until she was one of, if not the best DPS character in the game right now. Um, I had a similar experience with her banner that I did with Zhang Li's banner, but I was way, way luckier. Um, and that happened as the banner has gone you. And it also has two other characters from my team, Jiang Ling, which is a fire spear wielder, and Noelle, who's my favorite. She's a earth, uh, she's a great sword wielding earth character. She's like a, uh, she's an armored maid. 
Um, and then they had uh, Zhang Yi, who is the guy who he's like the premier water character outside of like Mona. Um, but those were the four characters on the banner. So I just so I was like, eh, um, I'll do one ten pull on this banner, and I'll save all my other pulls for the next banner. Because the next banner is going to be featuring another new character called Chow, who's going to be coming out. He's this really badass character who wields a spear as well, uh, who wields a spear, um, and he's a wind type. Um, and when he goes in the battle, he puts on an Oni mask. It's really, really cool. <clears throat> yeah, he's like really, really cool. He's also, uh, my favorite color is green. So his color scheme is very sort of bright blues and greens here and there that look really, really good. So I was like, oh yeah, I got to get that guy for my team. So I'm saving all, I was saving all my other pulls for him and I just threw a 10 pool. And I was like, if nothing else, I'll get a Noel or a Jiang Lang so I can power up my current Noel or Jiang Lang. So I roll on the banner and the way the banner works is you'll see like 10 shooting stars fall out of the sky. And as they're falling, so they'll have different colors designating what kind of uh, item that you've got. And that color can change mid-fall. So you have like blue into purple, purple into gold. And one of the purples turned into a gold and two of the blues turned into two purples and i was like wait i didn't nah i was like don't play with me game probably just to know <laughs> i was like the gold is probably noel i was like what color is the uh, is the five stars because ganyu is a five star character and they show up as as i found out gold comments because i i'd forgotten um, so it's going through the, what I got and I got a Noel, which was great. Cause it was a dupe for my Noel. And then I got a Jiang Lang, which was also great. Cause it was a dupe for my Jiang Lang. And then I also got Ganyu. And I was like, it's the luckiest draw I have ever done on that game. I was like, that's, that's nuts. That's a, that's almost a one in a million for 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 me drawing on that banner, um, but got Ganyu. I leveled her up to everyone else's level. I got gave her the strongest weapon I could and leveled it up. I gave her the best accessories that I had that complemented what she does. Leveled that leveled them up as much as I could. She doubled my maximum uh, damage output just off bat just immediately doubled the damage. I was like, holy crap. I was like, yeah, this, like, she's such a beast. Um, but she's basically a glass cannon. Like, she, but and the thing that, the thing about Ganyu, even though she's a glass cannon, she scales like her, uh, her special ability is a AoE taunt. It's like this ice, she creates this ice flower and it taunts enemies within its radius to it. And it's, uh, it has a certain duration, but the health, when enemies are attacking it, are based off of her health. 
So you build her with a bunch of attack and a bunch of health. Luckily enough, health tends to like to drop for everything, even the things you don't want it to drop for. So it's really easy to build health on her. So she has a huge health pool. Um, at the exact same level with the exact same items and everything maxed to the exact same level, she's got almost two to three thousand more health than all of my other characters. Even Noel, who's a tank. Um, so I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm really like I am actually really happy that I got her. I was like, oh, oh, well, thank you. That doesn't normally happen to me. So okay, I'll take. It. I'll take that. Right. Um, and like I, I'm sitting here and I'm using her, and like she is basically in, uh, I like it's a uh, it's a gotcha game. So it's like you get characters out and stuff like that. So all the girls are waifus. They're all the well, not all of them. Some of them are like uh, like small, like young girls, like ten, you know, like ten or eight years old. But, like, most of them are adult girls that are all hot and shit like that. It's like, hey, you you know who plays this game. You know who you're catering to. Um, and I'm sitting here playing as her. And she basically in, she's just in a night, she's basically just in a lingerie nightgown. And I didn't realize it at first because it doesn't look like it at first until you actually look at her outfit and it's like, oh, that's some shit you don't wear out. Like, especially as conservative as the East, as the Eastern cultures are, like China and Japan, as conservative as they are, this is not something that you wear outside in public. This is something you only wear in your bedroom. Uh, like, cause like, I, like, when she runs, like, she's it's basically like a pullover shirt for the most part, right? And then the rest of it's like a bodysuit. So when she runs, the the bottom of it just is in the air, and you can see everything. And I was like, you know what? <laughs> I'm good with that. You know who you're catering to. We know why we're here. Fuck it. Like, make the Make the women hot and sexy and don't leave anything to the imagination, and make all the boys hot and sexy and don't leave anything to the imagination. That's the the husbandos for the girls who play the game and the waifus for the for the guys who play the game. We like why yeah, why even front? Yeah, that's what it's called. Like it, waifus are for the women and this husbando for the guys. So it's like why why mm. even front? Just 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 uh just fall into it. Just just play into it. Don't even <laughs> it's like yeah. So um. But all in all, uh, yeah, she made the game a lot, lot easier for me. Um, she's a bow user, so I was telling you last, I, I, I believe it was, I think it was the last podcast I was talking about her kit. Um, and of course, her special move is the taunting ice flower, right? That at the end of its duration explodes for damage. Um, and then the... Like her main damage dealer is the fact that her bow charges up. Uh, you hold down her charge button because all bow users get a charge, and that she got two extra charges. I was wrong about that. She gets one extra charge. So you get the first charge, which gives the shot its elemental effect. Well, she has a, her next one is just a secondary one, and it 
is called a frost flake shot because when you shoot it out, when it hits the point you're aiming at, it explodes into an AOE. So it hits everything in that area. And then her ultimate it's just an AOE fuck you blizzard in an area. And it's a big area. So she is just like she's like in the game you have the uh you have like main DPS, which is your main character you have out doing your main damage, and then you have like a sub DPS, and the sub DPS is basically someone you can switch into who has like a really good utility move, but you can also do damage with them if you don't want your main DPS to take damage or if your main DPS has been knocked out, something like that. They basically could take over the role of a DPS. So she was supposed to be just a support character. Now, if you if you're good at if like skill wise, if you're good at playing the game, she can just be a main DPS. And she's one of the best supports in the game. Um, only like two other characters, I think, beat her out right now, as far as support. So, and she can be a main DPS, or if you're not comfortable making her a main DPS because she is a glass cannon, you can put her in as a sub DPS, and you can do all of her. You can just do her burst damage, and then switch her back out to your main DPS. And she just spits out damage. It's it's in it's just nuts. Um, but yeah, so having fun with that. Uh, they are. I still have to do the new area that they uh, they did. I just haven't taken the time to do it. I've just been doing dailies, gathering resources so I can promote and strengthen my characters. Uh, the next. Uh, Banner that's coming up is going to introduce Chow, and apparently they're also doing a thing where there will be six characters that they're just going to allow you to pick one for free. So it's going to be a lineup of six characters, and you just get to pick one for free and have it. And two of the characters, and I have every character in the lineup, but two. Uh, one is Beidou, which is a character I've been trying to get since the game, since I started playing the game that I still hadn't been able to get. And then the other one is Chang Nam, I believe is how you pronounce his name. And he's the other ice type. He's like the best support in the game. Um, or at least the best ice support anyway. Um, so I'm going to get Bay. So if that does happen, I'm going to get Beidou from that. And I'll finally, I'll pretty much have completed my team and have every character that I actually wanted. Uh, finally. So yeah, looking forward to that. Um, I sat down and I watched a TV series called Black Mirror. The first episode. Mm -hmm. That is a good... So If the first episode is any indication of the rest of the series, that's a good TV series. Like, the first episode basically followed just blackmail. They end up blackmailing, like, the British Prime Minister. And the way they do it is they kidnap the princess. Like, the actual princess, she gets kidnapped. Nobody can find her. They can't trace the guy who took her. Uh, they can't find. They can, they, they're not even sure where picked up from. Only what her la what the last thing she was doing was. Um, 
and he gets sent a video with demands or else, you know, the guys, the kidnappers going to kill her. And he's and in the video, he's got her in front of the camera reading his demands out to everybody. And his demand is that on national television, um, no proxies, like he has the prime minister has to have sexual intercourse with a pig. That's the demand. <laughs> and so it goes through the motions of just how this would work in current modern day. They can't find the guy. They can't trace him. It's like uh, you want to save the princess. And I was like, this is so nuts because this is an actual really good representation of exactly how the world would view this incident happening. And the prime minister isn't like a bad guy. He's not, he's not shown to be like double dealing or, you know, money laundering. He's not crooked or anything. He doesn't seem to be crooked or anything like that. He just, he, he seems to be a, a, a decent dude as far as we know. And something just terrible is happening. And you would think it's a outlandish, extreme, and terrible thing that's being asked of. But you think that the cut and dry answer is, okay, some dude kidnapped the princess. And he's going to kill her unless the prime minister, you know, fucks this pig on national television in front of everybody, right? Um, and the, the stipulation wasn't that people had to watch it. The stipulation was just that it had to be broadcast. So the demand wasn't just given to the prime minister and his team. It was just broadcast on YouTube and every social media outlet because they tried to black out the story. They, they stopped newspapers from covering it. They stopped it from uh, the moment it was uh, – the moment it hit like live feed, they canceled it almost immediately, but it was up long enough to get downloaded everywhere. There was no way out of it. Everyone knew what was going on, found out that it was real. And you think the answer would be like, hey, dude, just, you know, fuck the pig, save a person's life, period. Right. But no, they're going through this whole huge existential crisis. His wife is trying to tell him not to do it. She's talking about how, you know, he become a laughing stock. And his wife is a is honestly a ratchet bitch. She didn't she's like, nah, just let him kill the bitch. Like she doesn't say that. That's basically her stance. Like, nah, just let them kill her. Don't do this because then you'll become a laughing stock and everybody will be laughing at you. But what she's really saying is everyone will then be laughing at her. And I've met women like his wife, like the prime minister's wife. I've met women like her. I've talked to women like her. They don't give a fuck about him. They care about how it makes them look. Um, because a, a, a big part of uh, and. I don't know how this is going to sound, but it's the best way I can say it. Of female history is how your man looks is reflects on how you look, right? Because you know, before women had their own rights, everything was dictated by 
their man. And if their man was well respected in the in the community and had influence and basically power, then she had influence and basically power. And you see a really good representation of of it in his wife where she doesn't care that someone's life is on the line, right? She doesn't care what this is doing to him. She is worried about how this is going to ruin his reputation. And it is and it's easily to affirm that she that by ruining his reputation because then it ruins her reputation and that's what she's really worried about. Um and he and the prime minister oh good. Oh, yeah. Um and the prime minister is like freaking out, right? And which he should be because I was thinking man if I was in that situation like I don't know if I wouldn't be like, let the bitch die. Like, that's a rough situation to be in because it should be as simple as no, just suck it up, be a man, fuck the pig, save this, save the princess's life, right? But it's not. And they're talking to him about his statistics and how it, because he gets to a point where they cannot find this guy. It gets to the point where they cannot find him. If he don't fuck that pig, she is dead. And if she dies because he refuses to fuck the pig, his ratings go in the toilet, his career is over. And what's really messed up about it is it will point because she's the princess, like the princess, that his own consultants are like, I'm being told and given permission to advise you that if you do not do this, the safety of your family cannot be guaranteed. He is literally being pressured to do it. And that if he doesn't do it, his own family might be in danger. This is by his own government. Right? So it's like, this is just a horrible position to be in. Because no matter, and and they're talking about how your career is over if you don't do this. Your ratings are going to go down. People are going to, you will go down in as a villain who didn't save the princess's life. And I'm like, let's just be honest here. His career is over no matter what he does. Because if he fucks this pig, then no <laughs> one's going to remember that he's the prime minister who who uh, was put into a terrible situation and had to do a terrible act to save someone's life. That he, you know, threw aside his dignity, his self-respect, but he threw all that aside just to save someone's life. History's not going to remember him like that. History is going to remember him as the prime minister who fucked the pig. And they're going to make memes about it and people are going to laugh at him about it and they're going to make jokes about it. No matter what choice he makes, he is going to be a fucking pariah. There's no way around it. Um, His own wife is already implying that he better not fuck that pig, right? So... It gets to the point, and, and this is what even makes it worse, because you get to the end of the episode, and you show him doing, like, photo shoots after everything has gone down, right? And he and his wife are in the public eye, and they're all laughing and holding each other and doing photo shoots and stuff like that. And the moment they get inside their own home, she just walks away from them. And he try he calls her by name. She doesn't even turn around to look at him. And she just keeps walking. And I'm like, wow. 
you don't really know a person yeah. until that extreme of a situation really happens. Because what makes it even worse is that the thing that she has basically condemned him for, because she's like, don't touch me. The thing that she, his own wife is condemning him for is something that he did to protect her. Not only did he not have a choice, because he was going to be like, nah, just let the princess die. I'm not doing this. And then they threatened his wife and his kids. And he was like, I have to do it. So he did this thing to protect her. And there's no way like she doesn't know. There's no way he didn't discuss it with her. And she's like, don't touch me. You're disgusting. Our, our marriage is over, except for in the public eye. And I was like, that is, and it, like the show literally ends with her just walking away from him and him just looking at the floor and he just starts crying. And I'm like, that is so fucked. Cause I, can't, I, can't, <laughs> I can't even say that I wouldn't have been like, nah, just let that bitch die. That is such a terrible position to be in. And what made it even worse is that the general populace, at first, they're just laughing about it. And they all get to the point where uh, they're like, nah, nah, dude, you, you, you can't let her die. You got to fuck the pig. You're like, you can't. Don't you fucking let her die. Fuck that pig. You have to. And then they're all watching him bang the pig. On that, I was like, dude. Nothing stipulated that you guys had to watch this. Like, they put together, you see people in bars having like parties as he's walking up to the pig, and they're laughing and joking about it. Like, there's a, there's a hospital staff that's watching it, and one of the hospital staff goes to turn it off, and another of the hospital staff stops her from doing it and is like, nah, nah, this is history. We need to, we need to watch. And I'm like, it's, this is why I love shit like this, because the general populace is so quick to be like, humanity is so good. We're naturally good. We're naturally innately good. And I'm like, no, we're not. Like, humanity is that, humanity is that party girl who's always talking herself up and telling everybody how great she is. And when you spend more than 10 to 15 minutes in her presence, you're like, oh, this person is garbage. And that makes it sound like I'm knocking humanity, and it's not that. Like, I've said plenty of times, like, I've written humanity off plenty of times as a failed experiment. This is not me being unkind. This is me being honest about it, being brutally honest about the situation. And the reason I like shows like this that throw just how ugly humanity can be and how ugly we are on a normal just constant basis because generally we ignore it i like it when shows show throw that into our faces because i'm hoping that we'll realize oh we are like that and oh that is terrible we need to change and be better than that that's what that's why i like shows that do this because i always hope that when we watch it we go, yeah, we need to stop. We need to just stop do being the way we are. 
and we really need to be better to each other and to ourselves. Um, so it's like, I, that's why I, I was just like, I was like, oh, this is good. This is really, really good. And the way that they do <laughs> it and the progress and the progression of it throughout the episode, you could absolutely see this happening. A, a big, high, you know, <laughs> anybody being blackmailed into doing something like this because you can't find the person blackmailing you. You can't stop it from getting out to the public. The public is equal amounts doesn't give a fuck and equal amounts not paying attention to the thing that really matters. It's like I said, no matter what he chose, he was a pariah. Period. There's no way he wasn't. And I think after everything was all said and done, they were like his approval rating went up by three points. And I was like, oh, wow, up by three points, eh? <laughs> and I don't know. I don't know how the approval ratings actually work. So maybe three points is huge. But it doesn't sound like that's a very large amount for an approval rating to have gone up. And the fact that his approval rating didn't become a fucking 100% after he banged a pig to save someone's life? But, like, mm, like mm-hmm. that says a lot in and of itself. Um, but, yeah, so, and if anyone is thinking, well, why didn't they just do, like, a CGI or something like that? The kidnapper specifically stated he couldn't do that. It had to be him specifically and actually doing the thing. And it was breaking the because uh, they they do think of that. And he he uh, he they, uh, they do think of that. And the kidnapper finds out about it. And that's how things kind of spiral out of control after that, pretty much. So like just. Mm. Really good episode. I'm going to watch the rest of the episodes. Um, hopefully they're all just as good as this one. I don't need them to be better. I just need them to be this just as good as this. Because this, it was a good episode. I really enjoyed it. Um, I also saw in the news that apparently Gina Carano will be getting removed from The Mandalorian in the third season. Um, now, whether this is because of the big outcry for her to be removed or if it is because apparently in the series Ahsoka Tano has been introduced um, I don't know when it is or where in the season it is but it's uh-huh. all on buzz on news and the, and the series has already been completed so um, I don't know how she's introduced or when she's introduced or where she's introduced um, but apparently uh, the consensus coming from the Mandalorian basically the PR team is that there can't they have like two heroes and they have like two villains and since Ahsoka has been introduced they don't need uh uh Karano Cardu right and I'm sitting here like I don't remember And they were talking about how uh, Ahsoka Tano's character was so popular when she came out that it was, you know, a brain-dead choice to put her in and take Cara Dune out. And I was like, um, that doesn't sound right. I don't believe that. First off, Ahsoka Tano as a character in and of herself 
from everything I remember ever hearing or reading about her, is not a popular character in Star Wars. Now, I mean, I'm not saying uh, people don't hate her, but she's like a meh character as far as people are concerned. Because I remember her from the, uh, I remember her from the <laughs> animated uh, Clone Wars TV series, and yeah. So for those who don't know yep. who Ahsoka Tano is. She is um, basically Darth Vader's uh, apprentice before he became Darth Vader when he was still Anakin. So it's after it is before the movies when he turned to the dark side. Um, after he uh, like I think he's like fifteen or sixteen years old and still with Obi Wan. Because it's it's after the movie with um, Darth Maul, after Darth Maul kills Qui-Gon Jinn, uh, Obi-Wan's master. It's after that, um, but it's before. Yeah, Yeah. Clone Clone Wars takes place between episode two and three. And she's, like, literally, that's it. She's just Anakin Skywalker's apprentice. And I watched quite a lot of the animated series for the Clone Wars. I wasn't impressed by Ahsoka Tano as a character. Um, And as far as I know of anyone else who's seen that animated series and anyone else who knows more or have read more about her, no one else was impressed by her. She's just Anakin Skywalker's apprentice. She's not, as far as I can tell, even one of the more powerful Jedi in Star Wars. She's she's not even a Jedi. Oh, so she, she was never even was a full-fledged Jedi. But we, anyone with space wizard powers would call nope. Jedi now. So Jedi or Sith. But, um, but yeah, like, <laughs> and I was like, wait, you're telling me this lukewarm character that I'd never even heard of because she did exist before the Clone Wars, if I'm not mistaken. She did exist before the Clone Wars series and the uh, and the uh, and the episodes where Anakin is growing up. She existed like in the comic books and in the canon before then, if I'm not mistaken. And I might be wrong about that. Um, but I rem- uh, but if I'm not but I from what I remember and from what I read, she existed. Like, Anakin had an apprentice. This isn't something new that they came up with. Um, And people were mostly lukewarm about it. Whenever I heard, like, really uh, veteran Star Wars uh, fans talk about Star Wars, no one ever raved and gushed about Ahsoka Tano. It was usually raving and gushing about Leia, because Leia got trained and became a Jedi at one point in time. Then her and Han Solo had two kids who became two of the most powerful Jedi to have ever been born. Like, uh, there was another character, there was like a female version of Han Solo that people would tell me about. So I would hear about a lot of characters out of the Star Wars universe. No one ever said anything about Ahsoka Tano. I never heard about her until the animated series so she i i can't believe how popular she is now what i am told also is that ahsoka tano in the mandalorian is being played by rosario dawson so what i think they're doing is Uh confusing the character ahsoka tano's popularity with rosario 
Dawson's popularity. Of course, everyone is hyped that Rosario Dawson is in Mandalorian, no matter who she's playing. She could be playing a Twi'lek in a bar dancing on a pole, and everybody be like, oh, Rosario Dawson's in Mandalorian! Because everyone loves Rosario Dawson. But of course, <laughs> there is no distinction between those two when it comes to the PR team. If people are excited about the actor or actress, they are excited about the character, when those can be completely two different things. So, and, but everyone loves Cara Dune. Everyone loves Cara Dune. I love Cara Dune. David loves Cara Dune. Chewie loves Cara Dune. I don't know anybody who watches that TV series who doesn't love that Cara Dune was, uh, was added to it and wants to continue seeing her in it. So it's real fucking suspicious that all of a sudden she's getting removed from the third season. So... Well, I'm saying because we don't have a definitive answer as to why she's being removed, so I just leave it up to suspicion, right? Um, But I I also said, like, uh, on one of the podcasts, I was talking about how Gina Carano was engaging these these fools who are asking for her to be removed because they didn't like her political views. And I was like, Gina, 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 look, you don't need to prove anything to anybody. Make your stance on an issue clear and then move on, live your life, make your money, be happy. You don't need, do not engage these people. That only makes this worse, right? So when you engage with the fool, you become a fool, right? The worst thing to do was engage with these people. Mm-hmm. Go. All she had to do was make one statement of, this is where I stand on these issues. Done. No more engaging with them. You know where I stand. I made it clear, and I was polite about it. Um, but from what I've been seeing of Gina and the way she's been handling this, she has been engaging. And almost bordering on goading, but I won't go so far as to say that's exactly what she was doing, but it it almost and now if she's because the reason her character is being removed is very suspect um, it may be that she's getting cancelled but that's what happens when you engage these people engaging them the worst thing you can do is ignore them. Like, that's the worst thing you can do to them, is just ignore them, make your stance clear, and then ignore them and go about your life and have a happy life. They want you to engage them because the more you engage them, the more they can scream and the more they can, more people they can draw to their cause because the louder people scream, the more people who pay attention to it. But if you're not paying attention to it, most other people won't. It was really only news because Gina continued to engage them. If she hadn't, this probably would have blown over like uh, weeks after it started. It probably never would have continued as, as long as it has. And I'm not saying that that's Gina's fault. But at the same time, when you engage them... You prolong it, you build it, it gets to critical mass, and we've already seen that Hollywood 
will go will Hollywood is more than happy to go woke and broke. They got no problems with it. They'll they'll do that. <laughs> so <laughs> so hopefully like hopefully it is not a cancel culture issue. It's just that Rosario Dawson is a more popular character. They can only have two heroes, so Kara gets taken out of the third season, right? Or maybe they'll fix it and she'll show up here and there in the third season, or maybe they'll bring her back for the fourth season and they'll just kill Ahsoka off in the third season. Yeah, we can hope. Um, but uh, yeah, I saw that little storyline and I was like, God, God damn it, guys. It's like, and it, it really is a sort of pick your battles kind of thing. Like, no one's telling, I'm not telling Gina to put her tail between her legs or anything like that. I'm just telling, I'm just saying, no, you make your stance perfectly clear right from the start, exactly how you think and feel about stuff, and then be done. You don't need to say anything else after that. If your opinion isn't going to change, you don't need to engage people who you know aren't screaming because they think something is actually wrong. They're screaming for attention. They're screaming for the sole purpose of screaming. You don't engage people like that. <laughs> yeah. Um, so if I remember correctly, it, it all started when someone on on Twitter asked her why she did, didn't put pronouns in her profile and that Pedro Pascal did. And why doesn't she? And then she was like, well, I, I just don't. Yeah. And then it went downhill from yeah. there. Yeah. And she had made her stance on it quite clear, honestly. She, she did. She made her stance on that quite clear. And that's all she needed to do. But as time has gone on, she's just continued to engage them. And their, vo and their screaming has just gotten louder and louder every time she has. I'm reporting what? So evidently Larry King oh, is dead. Fuck. He died this morning at Cedar Sinai Medical. What did he die of? He didn't say. Mm, in mm. in before he died of COVID. Uh, I mean, to be fair, uh, like it, it, it. First off, condolences to Larry King's family, uh, you know, relatives, circle of friends and family, and of the such. Um, but to be fair, wasn't he like ninety something? Oh, come on, Anchor, you were doing so good. Oh, I was saying, like, uh, condolences to the out. family and friends of Larry King. Um, but to be fair about it, wasn't he, like, in his 90s? Mm -hmm. Like, it was 87? Yeah, like, it was really looking like either he was going to die soon, or he just was never going to die. <laughs> so, which I don't think anyone <laughs> would have been, you know mad about Larry King living forever as long as he kept the voice and could continue to do things so um, could, could continue to do what he does you know yeah. 
But yeah, that's that's too bad. But we are at that. Uh, I remember I was listening to another podcaster also talk about how so many people are passing away recently, like in the in these last like four to five years. So many of our uh, stars that we grew up with have been passing away. It, it literally is because they're hitting that age bracket of when they would be passing away. So we're losing a lot of people really quickly. Um, uh, I heard that the actor who played Debo passed away as well from Friday. Yep, he also passed away. Really? Oh, what, oh damn it. What's the... Uh... Yeah, I, I can't. can't I can't because he was also in Little Nicky. Um, but yeah, apparently he also passed away, and that that surprised me too. Is like, yeah, but yeah, yeah, we definitely are. Like a lot, a lot of people are passing away, um, and a lot more are going to pass away in the next like five years too, because they're all hitting that age range. Um, so. We'll, we'll soon be able to confirm right. if Betty White is going to be the <laughs> it's like, Because it, it, it's looking like there can only be one, and it's going to be her. <laughs> hey, I'm going to say. Between her and, uh, yeah. uh, what's his name? Like if, I, like, if anyone out there is into the whole if Betty White is a Highlander or not, I would be looking at pictures of places around where a lot of these celebrities are passing away. See if you could find her in one of them pictures because she's probably there absorbing their life force into herself. <laughs> but uh, so, yeah, that was pretty much my week. Um, I'm basically, I think I said in the last podcast, I'm basically done with Hades. Um, roguelikes can be fun, Hades made it fun, but. I'm at that point in it where all I'm doing is waiting for the run that is good enough with my skill level for me to beat the game. And until then, I'm just running it over and over and over again and unlocking stuff, which unfortunately is becoming boring. So I'm putting it down for a while um, and Mm. moving on to something else. I'm trying to decide between doing the Pathfinder Kingmaker game, getting back to that because I fell off of doing that. Or doing Devil May Cry 5, because I really need to do Devil May Cry 5, because you have to beat the... Because they dropped the DLC for Virgil like two or three weeks ago, or maybe last year before December. Uh, I don't remember exactly when, but the DLC for Virgil is available. Um, I still need to beat the story mode one time so I can unlock uh, Infinite Devil Trigger. Um, Because I love having Infinite Devil Trigger. And and Devil May Cry 5 is so great to have Infinite Devil Trigger because all of their demon forms are so fucking gorgeous. Like, if you you haven't heard anything about this, David, or don't know anything about what they look like now, throughout the entire Devil May Cry series, it actually looks like their devil forms have been evolving. If you compare... Devil May Cry 1 to Devil May Cry 2 to Devil May Cry 3 to Devil May Cry 4 to Devil May Cry 5, it actually looks like their demonic forms are evolving over time. Or at least to me. Maybe that's just me. But it you get it to me, you can see an actual progression of evolution. And in Devil May Cry 5, their demon forms are mag fucking magnificent, man. They're the prettiest they've ever been. 
Um, and I absolutely want to be able to run around in the game in Devil Trigger at all times because why the fuck not? Um, and yeah, uh, showing up. But yeah, so I'm I'm really really heavily leaning toward uh, Devil May Cry. Also because Devil May Cry won't be as much of an investment as uh, Pathfinder Kingmaker. Pathfinder Kingmaker is going to take me a while to finish with the amount of time that I actually get to play it um, because I'm still working on Dragon Ball Fighters, uh, especially since uh, Super Saiyan 4 Gogeta has been announced for it. I'm really, really working on that. And I can't get too serious about it because whatever characters I'm using, one of them is coming out for Super Saiyan 4 Gogeta. Um, right now, I've actually, I think I said this in one of the previous podcasts too, I've dropped back to my literal original day one team of Android 21, Majin Buu, kid version, um, and Z Broly. Like, that was my original team from from Dragon Ball Fighters day one. Um, I've basically fallen back to playing that um, with all the different, you know, uh, balance changes and patch notes. Android 21 is being toted as one of the more powerful characters in the game again. Um, she was always really good. I would just, you know, pick other characters to play as other good ca- other characters I like came out like Cooler and Janemba and them like that. And I'm like... <sighs> Right now, Maj, uh, Majin Buu or Android 21 could get taken out. I kind of want to, because I've been putting so much time in with Majin Buu, I kind of want to keep him, but I think he might be the one who gets taken out. It's really going to depend on how Super Saiyan 4 Gogeta plays, and I'm just hoping that he plays differently enough from blue-haired Gogeta. Um, but We'll see what they do with him once we actually get some actual footage of how he fights. Um, but it, we're probably not even going to see him until March or April. Like it would be really nice if uh, it would be really nice if uh, fucking um, ooh, I'm forgetting the name. It'd be really nice if Ark released him in February. That would be so great of them to do that. We get a trailer like February in the first week of February and then he gets released in the middle of February because they said coming soon but coming soon for them could be three months from now um, and someone pointed that out too because uh, when they debuted UI Goku they were like coming soon and he didn't come out for another three months um, so but if they're feeling ge- if they're feeling generous and like being a bunch of stand up guys it'd be really nice if we got him in February um, but, uh, so I'm still working on that. Uh, I'm still playing Bleach Brave Souls, which is still one of the best Bleach games I've played. Uh, to be fair, a lot of the Bleach games haven't actually been released in America. Um, I think there's only a handful of Bleach games that have actually been released here in America, if I'm not mistaken. One was on the 3D was on the 3DS, which I got, and is a really good game. I wish there was a sequel to it with all the new transformations and all the new characters. It's a uh, turn-based strategy game where you basically collect all the other characters like Pokemon, and you move them around on a grid. Uh, on a grid, you uh, buff them with talents and talent tree, and like a talent tree kind of thing. Um, they can go Bankai. 
so like some of them when they release their bonkai their sprite changes to show their bonkai and they get like a special sprite for their bonkais like it's it's really good and i hate it that it never got a sequel like honestly bleach brave souls uh really feels like the sequel to that game because you're collecting all of these different ones you have them in all their different forms and things like that so but i am actually still enjoying playing it um i ran into the I believe the thousand year blood art version of Byakuya, who is disgustingly powerful. He has a uh he has a tornado move. Uh because uh when he evolves his Bankai, he gets like uh because the way Byakuya do you remember the way Byakuya's Bankai works? Um that's Ricky's yeah, brother. Rikia's right? brother. Was his the blade? Uh, no. Uh, the way his worked, and I forget the, I think it was Zinban Sakura was the name of it. Um, and what it did is when he released his Shikai, it shattered the blade into, I think, a hundred smaller blades. And they look like Sakura Blossoms hmm. because that's what they look like when light reflected off of them. So they look like Sakura Blossom petals. And then when he released his Bankai, it created like a thousand blades and he could control them all with his mind. Well, he improved his Bankai to where he uses them to give himself wings and like one of those god halos that that floats behind him. And then he gives himself like six swords made out of it, which was a part of his original Bankai because when he first fought Ichigo with his Bankai, he could make swords out of the petals. Um, well, he gets a move, which is basically just a tornado of his blaze, and it pulls all enemies into it, it deals damage, and you can still attack the enemies while they're in it, and it just locks them down. Even bosses get stuck in this thing, and there's nothing they can do. Nothing they can do. Um... And you can get a, you can get his recharge time lowered, which is basically like the cooldowns on the attack. And I've gotten it down to like ten seconds, which, and I've gotten his first one down. Like he's got you. Each character has three strong attacks. His first one I've gotten down to four seconds, so he can do it every four seconds. The tornado is on like a nine or ten second cooldown which i can get lower but i gave him more damage so that it would actually kill things so it could actually kill things all by itself and then his other one is on i want to say i think like a eight sec i think i want to say it's a lower cooldown than his good one but it might be like a 12 seconds um and by the time so basically i go in i pop his tornado I attack them while they're in it. Then I pop his first one, which is on a... And then when the tornado is over, I pop his first ability, which is on a four-second cooldown. And by the time the enemies get up from being knocked down by that, his tornado is back off of cooldown, and I just do it again. Rinse and repeat until everything is dead. <laughs> it, is, it is literally him just running around the map, bukkakiing everything. It is ridiculous. Ridiculous. Um, and uh, 
characters have attributes just like they did in the 3ds game that they they have attributes so you have like strength characters who are strong over technical characters technical characters who are strong against speed characters and speed characters who are strong against strength characters he's a speed character he's just strong against everything and what it means to be to have a advantage attribute it means you do uh double damage basically you you automatically crit and when I say he's just strong to everything, I don't mean that he gets the automatic crit even against his disadvantage type. I just mean because the way he's built, he's just strong against everything. There's nothing that can stop him so far that I've seen. He just wrecks everything. So I've been having fun just just wiping maps clean with him. Like it's It's been pretty enjoyable. Um, and it's basically... It's basically a hack and slash, so, uh, and it is a mobile game if you want to check it out. Um, and they, what they do is, if you're new to the game, they let you pick from a pool of like a large roster of the characters. You get to pick ten, and they put them in a gotcha pool for you, and then they roll, and you get one of the ten that you want. So you always, so they they start the game out giving you a character you want which is great because i've always said if you're if you're gonna play a mobile game i've always said to these mobile game designers if you're gonna have people play your game it's free to play you're all you want them to roll on the gotcha most people are going to some most people are going to put some amount of money into your gotcha what you want to do since you're since you're always going to need more than one character to do things in the game is when a person starts the game for the first time, just let them pick a character that they like. Give them the full roster of characters. Mm. That means, like, special event units, all that stuff. Let them see all of them. Let them find one that they like and just let them have it. Just let them Pick the one that they like and let them have it, even if it's the most powerful character in the game, because it doesn't matter if they get the character that they like from day one, because there are always going to be other characters that they like that they're going to want that they're going to have to roll for. And if they're going to if they get into the game and really want to play it to its end game, they have to power up each character and powering up the characters always involves getting multiple copies of them to make them better. So the only th- you have mm. nothing to lose by letting them pick one character from get go that they want and letting them have it. You have nothing to lose and everything to gain because at least if they get the one character that they like above all the other characters, they will have that character and they will play with that character and then they will want to get all the other characters that they like. And if they want to and if they like the game enough to play it to end game then they will want to roll to get the duplicates to power them up. So you're going to get a player. You have nothing to lose and everything to gain from doing that. Bleach Brave Souls doesn't do that because, remember, you get to pick 10 and you get one of the 10 instead of just being able to pick the one you want. But that is as close I have ever seen. That is the closest thing I've ever seen to it. Um... 
Well, you, you heard it here first, mobile game devs. If you want to get your hooks in them, nah, well, do what Gerald said. I, dude, I, I can't see them <laughs> losing anything by doing it. And there's a thing, see, and people already can kind of do it because there's a thing called account rolling. So what you do is you, when you start a game, you roll your character. And if you don't get the character you want, you uh, unload the game you erase that game and there's a way to do it to where you erase your uh you reset your uh computer ip and then you start up another account Mm -hmm. and you roll again literally until you get the character you want um and that is frowned upon by mobile games they don't want you doing that so why don't you just take out the middle man and just let a person pick one character you want. I haven't played a mobile game that doesn't require you to have multiple characters to beat the game and play the game. So what's the big deal about letting a person have the one character that they want above all the other characters? They're not going to go, well, I got that character and now I'm done on day one, minute one. No, they're going to want to play with that character. And then when they get to a point that they can't get past because the character is not strong enough, they're going to want to beef up the character. And then when they realize, oh, I need two, two, I need a, another character. I need two more characters. I need three more characters to make a full team. They're going to want the other characters that they like to go along with that character. You lose literally nothing by giving the player that and you encourage loyalty to your game by doing that like it it boggles my mind why that's not normal in mobile games like these um but yeah so that was that was basically my week Uh, a couple of friends invited me over for a very small get together of course, less than 10 people because of the COVIDs. Um, and we uh, invited me over just for a small <sighs> gathering so we could play Magic. Everybody had been cooped up a little too long. and uh, Well, not cooped up a little too long because we were basically in someone else's living room. Um, but everybody just wanted to interact outside of work. So uh, I did that. We had fun. Uh we were talking about all the new uh, MTG cards coming from Kaldheim and how broken a lot of them are. Uh, but yeah, it was a good time. So yeah, that was eh, pretty much uh, that was pretty much my week. Well, a so, uh, quick quick addition: uh, there was also a Nintendo DS game for Bleach oh, called okay. Blade of Fate. Oh, which uh, I didn't oh. know about that one. Like, because I remember the... Yeah. When you were talking about it, I was like... No, no, no. Go ahead. Yeah, sorry. Go ahead. You were talking about it, I was like, I think I have one for my DS. So I walked over. Sure enough, it was there. The, like, the subtitle was too damn small, so I put it in, turned the DS on, and... Yeah. Um, Mine is called... Yeah, I can grab it. Uh, What was mine called... Mm, mine was uh oh mine might be too small too. It's <laughs> I don't think it's Blade of Fate. It's the one where you get the twins here. 
Well, in any case, I'll talk about the one thing and I'll load this up so I can check it. So I can check because mine's too small as well. But um, yeah, that was pretty much my week. Um, I don't think there was anything else. Um, and I know there was the PlayStation, the the PlayStation fighting game. I think it was PlayStation or PlayStation 2 that came out like years ago. I got that. I played it. It wasn't anything special. It, it, it Bleach was really big back then. I was really into Bleach, so I got it. Um, Bleach the Third Phantom. That's the DS game that I thought was that uh, that I have that I thought was it. It is the best Bleach game I have played, and I really wish there was a like a, a PlayStation Four sequel or something like that. But we don't get Bleach games anymore. Uh, but uh, and I think uh, outside of the yours, this one. Um, and maybe two or three other ones. I believe all the other ones came out in Japan and never came to the States. And I could be wrong about that, but if I'm remembering correctly, I haven't checked in a while because I remember there was a there was a point in time because I enjoyed this game so much, I went looking for other ones like it, and I couldn't find any that had been released here in America. So I feel like that's a big missed opportunity, especially during the popularity of the game. Um but Bleach is also supposed uh, Bleach is also supposed to be coming back this year, if I'm not mistaken. Um, so if it gets popular again, maybe we'll see some new games on uh, hopefully the PlayStation Four as well as the PlayStation Five, or if uh, if not that, at least on PC. Um, for you, David, hopefully on the Xbox One and the new uh, Sex Box, but. Um, her name is Brandine. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that is my week. All right. Well, <clears throat> we're going to take a break. And uh, this is the end of part one. And we'll come back for part two, talking about Mandalorian, Hannibal, and 